Goodbye now. It's over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is The Wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's Well, this week, we look at the story of a schoolboy and nail polish, and the Vancouver Park Board declares war on the Canadian goose. Joining us today is our regular rap panel, Leah Halibs, a TV reporter and radio host, and Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey, author and broadcaster. Leah, Sarah, welcome. What's up? What's up? It's a beautiful weekend. We got lots to talk about. Well, earlier this week, more than two dozen MLAs from across the province uh, painted their nails in support of a Prince Rupert schoolboy. Now, this happened, of course, in our legislature. It all began um, because of a little boy named Shamar. Uh, He showed up at school with his nails painted. I'm going to let his dad, Noel Williams, tell the rest of the story. Take a listen. He's in grade two, and uh, a couple weeks ago, he had decided to go get a manicure, pedicure with his mom for a late birthday present. It was his birthday back in April, and uh, we didn't get him nothing, not at the time, but um, he had wanted to get his nails done because his mom and him were going to get it done and his two sisters. So I let him go, and he wanted to go, so he was happy to be there. And then... uh, Two or three days later, the teacher had decided to take his nail polish off with nail polish remover in front of the classroom while telling him that the nail polish was ugly and this kid's only eight years old. Uh, so a teacher pulls an eight-year-old uh, to, to the front of the class and tells him the nail polish is ugly it's ugly and, quote, it's not right. Leah, um, I, we had uh, his dad on Noel on the other day. Can you explain this to me? Like, what, what would possess a teacher to do that? I don't know. They're a moron. I mean, really, this is downright wrong of the teacher. It's an eight-year-old boy. He's expressing himself. I mean, how dare this teacher actually touch this kid? That's ugly. That's wrong. Don't tell him it's ugly and wrong like that. Don't even touch him. Like, to take the nail polish off? My God. If I was my kid, I'd be in there knocking down that door and being shoving that nail polish down that teacher's throat. That's probably what I would do. Because that's wrong. Don't touch a kid. And don't tell them something's ugly. Like, what kind of teacher are are you kids have so much to deal with today? You don't need to put that on them as well. Let them express themselves. Let them be who they are and get over it. Like, don't tell somebody something like that. I just think that's totally inappropriate. Now, we're speculating here, Sarah, but do you think this is part of the broader cultural wars and conversations that have been occurring, have been occurring right. in school districts across Canada and the United States? Drives me crazy. I mean, honestly, if the child had turned around and said, I don't like your hairstyle and those shoes are completely out of style. I mean, there would have been, you know, immediately to the principal's office. This is the kind of stuff that just makes me cringe because there really is this whole thing about, you know, the children are being indoctrinated. So you can't you can't talk about racism or you can't talk about gender identity. Trust me, nobody in grade one, two or three is necessarily having those conversations. But it's it's being used as a wedge issue. It's, you know, people are afraid of, quote unquote, wokeness. And and an eight year old boy wearing nail polish. I mean, really, this is going to be the problem of for people who cares. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just so, it's so, I mean, the teacher should have their license revoked, in my opinion, because if that is what you think is appropriate for demonstrating leadership in a classroom and empathy, then I think that somewhere yeah. along the line, you, you, you dropped out, you know, it's, that's, just, that's appalling. 
Mm-hmm. That's just appalling. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I'm just trying to find. I'm thinking, have we missed something? But you know, when talking no, to his dad, no. we missed nothing. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. The boy, little boy had to stay at home for a few days, and is back now. I think he's in a different class. But I can tell you that uh, uh, the MLA uh, in the area there, Jennifer Rice from Prince Rupert, they gave him a hundred dollar gift certificate uh, to the salon so he can go mm-hmm. back and get his nails redone. So there you go. And then he was there celebrating with his. The teacher actually bullied the child. And the totally. thing is, she made an example of that child for all the wrong reasons. And now the other kids in that classroom are going to follow the leader of the teacher. So, you know, you should yeah. be really, really careful of what you say in front of kids. They, and has she not seen life. rock and roll stars? Like, so many of them have their nails painted oh black. Like, so many. Exactly. Like, get over yourself. Like, big deal, you know? Yeah. I think it seems like any change in society uh, or progress and uh, outside of the traditional norms or, you know, gender roles is viewed somehow as a threat for some people, which I don't understand. Like, you know, society's moving forward. You're not hurting anybody. Uh, no. And quite frankly, some gender roles, and, and forget about nail polish for a second, the, the roles were appalling 20, 30, 40 years ago. We're still not at a place of fairness when it comes to gender roles. Well, she's uh, probably and- like Trump. She's probably a when, Trump it, supporter. Well, I was going to say, because when, when you hear the, the conversations of, I miss the old days, or in the United States, make America great again, it's really like, let's wind the clock back to the 1950s where everything was, you know, the same, and there wasn't, you know, these immigrants or people that identified differently. How many times mm-hmm. have we heard from um, the older generations in particular, well, there wasn't any gay people when I was growing up. Yes, there were, mm-hmm. but they were in the closet. Their lives were horrible. They couldn't come out and be themselves because of society. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, exactly. Was one thing you can say about the so-called good old days, goodbye, good riddance. Well, let's talk about Vancouver's goose problem. The park board this week has to plan Monday night to manage the Canada goose population in the city. Now, the motion, if you can believe, included a lethal, the lethal removal of geese from parks. I call that the nuclear option. Uh, in fact, uh, the reason they are uh, bringing it, they brought in and passed this legislation is that Vancouver, the Canada goose population in Vancouver, they say would increase from 2,000 presently to 10,000 by 2030 unless action is taken. Now, plan A uh, for them includes what they call egg addling, which I'd never heard of before, but basically... It's a process that involves replacing newly laid goose eggs with previously frozen eggs. Uh, there also is uh, conversations around um, landscape modification as well. Uh, the plan B is lethal measures. Now, uh, we want to talk a little bit about the, 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 the geese problem for a second. Uh, here's one of our BuzzLine callers who called uh, not, uh, about, a, about an incident uh, that happened not too long ago. He was out golfing this individual, and we'll let him tell the story. Take a listen. I was at a golf course a couple of years ago, went to get my ball down by the water, and literally almost tripped over a goose protecting its babies, didn't know it was there. And just like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, it bit me in the penis. And I don't know if any of you have been bitten by a goose in the penis. It hurts. It is very unpleasant. So I know that goose was just protecting its fuzzy little babies, but uh, man, that I won't be sorry to see that goose. <laughs> I like the way he, I like the way he, I like the way he just said. I don't know if you've ever been bitten in the penis by a goose. How many people have been? Uh, he was so. There's a support group. <laughs> 
Well, at least he's got a great story. You could tell any bar in the world. Leah, let me start with you for a moment. Do you think this is the right way to go? Or is it just a question of just us human beings always have to go towards the lethal option or talking about putting down animals? Or do you think there's a better way to do things? I think you guys probably know my answer on that. I'm a huge animal lover. I don't believe in calling any animals. I mean, we live on this land. They live on this land. Humans, you know, we think we need to fix everything by killing. Our population on the earth for humans is out of control. We don't go around killing people. I mean, I'm disappointed, actually, in the Vancouver board uh, for choosing this. Instead of, like you said, the addling and enforcing the wildlife bylaw, that could help. Instead, they just want the immediate to, you know, kill and be done with it. And I just, I'm disappointed in that, honestly. I don't think that's the right solution at all. It breaks my heart, actually. Now, no. Sarah, what do you think about this? And it's not just a Vancouver problem. Toronto deals with, I think, no. as we were, we were uh, earlier in the week when we were covering this story, uh, Denver's got a huge problem uh, as well. They've got some m- m- uh, machine they call the Goosenator that uh, that can, oh, I guess, God. travel along the water <laughs> Scaring away geese as well, or you can. So it's a remote control as well. Um, so it's, all these things are there, and they're spending money on it. Uh, do you think this is the right way to go, or, or do you think that perhaps we should just be a bit more patient and sort of find other ways to deal with this issue? I can understand egg addling. I will never understand culling because that usually yeah. leads shooting or poison. That gets into the ecosystem. It causes more problems than it's. It's actually you know supposedly solving. And, you know, it's traumatizing for anybody who happens to be going for a nice walk with their children and somebody's out shooting the local geese. I mean, I don't think that's the best way to go about things. But it's the way we handle everything. I mean, look at what we've done with the wolf population, the caribou population. Uh, yeah. As it has gone up and down over the years, so what do we do? We go out and shoot the wolves. Here's the thing is if you left the wolves to their own devices, eventually there's too many wolves, not enough caribou. The wolves start to die out, the caribou come back up. But we can't do that because we're so concerned about trying to manage everything like we've done such a great job with the forest fires and everything else, if we just let some things alone, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I guess uh, partially... Nature take course. Yeah, I guess partially, and maybe geese may not be the right example, but, you know, you talk about bears uh, coming down in North Vancouver or Coquitlam. I mean, the city continues to expand as well, and it's it's their habitat that we're encroaching on. We're going on. up on their land, exactly. What do we expect, you know? That really well, and that people, leave, they kill people them. leave their garbage out. They don't pick up their fruit and, and stuff like that off the trees. And their the bears garbage. Are and... And, then, and, and then the next thing you know, dog, uh, bears are being shot. So, you know, yeah. we, if, if we're going to live next to the mountains and live in this beautiful environment where birds and bears and cougars and all that kind of stuff are going to be... We need to pull our head out of our asses and start acting yeah. like responsible stewards. Well, I think it was the this week or last week uh, there was the, the there was an appeal of the of the huge fine that one individual got because he purposely was feeding and it could have been out of ignorance, but feeding bears and you can't be yeah. doing that, right? So it's it, yeah. human beings are uh, are a big part of the problem here. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. We have to smarten up with that because we're a part of the problem and it's not going to change. They're just going to keep killing them. So people that live I, up on the mountains like that need to definitely lock up their garbage and take care of everything yeah. because they're just going to keep I, coming down. Where are they supposed to go? Mm-hmm. You know, I do have a goose story, though. When I was a little girl, we lived in Victoria <laughs> and my dad, who rest his rest his soul, was a sick person at times. And I'm and I was going to use an extra <laughs> oh, word no. there, but I would get beeped. But he had it. He he was like, you know, this is my dad, and I love him. But we would go down to the beach in Victoria, ten mile point area, and my dad would hand me crackers and send me over to the geese, which of course would come. The geese and the ducks would come running, and I would go screaming. I'm like two years old at the time, uh-huh. but every single week, because I was a small child, I would forget. Dad's 
here's the bread and the crackers, and off I would go and be swarmed by geese. I have a healthy respect for geese. <laughs> I thought a he very healthy respect them. for geese. I thought he had you. No, 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 no. I would <laughs> never tell a story like that. Okay, but I mean, there's, there's tons of geese down here in South Korea. There's actually, like, at 148th and 16th, there are actually city written up signs saying, like, wildlife crossing. And the geese often cross at 16th and 148th. And I have, on many occasions, gotten mm-hmm. out of my car starting to, to cross. Along. And I'm I've like gotten out of my car and I'm like stopping traffic and you know the traffic reporter in me comes out all over again and I'm making sure I get across it's like it's a couple of minutes out of our day you know yeah they live with us we have to be able to live with them exactly exactly ladies thank you so much for your time it's a beautiful weekend hope you guys have lots of stuff to do and it's a lot of fun this weekend thank you so much I have an air conditioner have a great weekend (laughs) you have an air conditioner (laughs) me too there you go Thank you so much, ladies.